Okay, what? Two guesses, yeah. What's my favorite? Uh, what's my favorite jewelry brand? What's my favorite jewelry brand? Crafted. Hey, Crafted London. Big up to all those who's already known and got involved in stuff like that as well, yeah. You see, when it comes to the subtlety, the subtle chains and that for me, anyway. Like, obviously, there's like if you're not into the subtle stuff, you can get bigger chains, you can get pearls, you can whatever. I bought some pearls. I still ain't worn the pearls yet. Do you know? What? I think I might wear them on the podcast to begin with. Pearl up chucks. Yeah, I might. Yeah, pearl up chucks. That's what I'm gonna do. Do you know what? But I gotta wear. I got. I can't see when I do the pearls thing. I gotta show skin. So I'm gonna do skin, and then have the pearls. I think I'm gonna do that. In the meantime, between time, I just like the little things. You know what I'm saying? Couple rings or whatever else. They are a sponsor of the pod. They are sponsoring this pod. Make sure that you go to Crafted London right now. Yeah, for the premium jewelry. The premium jewelry. You can get 15% off by using the promo code HC. Pod and I say this all of the time, yeah. They have other deals going on than that as well. So if you catch them when they got a deal going on, then you put the fifteen percent on top of that. You've you've hit the absolute belly. Also, when I say premium stuff, I'm talking I'm talking to the point where like, you know, this stuff is, you know, if anything happens to it, if anything happens to this check these these chains or pearls or earrings or whatever it is that you get, yeah. You can get a lifetime guarantee. So they'll send you a new one straight away. So that's how certified it is. I only deal with certification. Crafted London is absolutely certified. Go and get 15% off right now. And if you do style it up a certain way, feel free to just, or if you need a little guidance, come check me, man. Come check. Is that you, yeah? Bro, I is, swim, I shower in this. Is, is so it, cool. yeah? Man, showers in it and that. Oh, I hear that. What you saying? You got the cross thing. Let me see. Pass me. I like the rope chain. I'm not gonna lie. This 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 chain here Cold. is my favorite. That's what I got here. Yeah. 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 I respect yeah. it. I respect yeah. it, my G. Need to film on the next one. Add the next one on top of it. Yeah. I'll get one for you, bro. I'll, 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 no, I'll, I'll get one for you. Use the code. Ah, right, use the code. Use the code. All right, say no more. Say yeah. no more. <laughs> All right, enjoy the show. Come on. Um, by the way, quickly, before we start, I've yeah. just got a couple of things on the menu today that I want to talk about, yeah? My guy. One, I want to revisit WizKid, because I never talked about this before. I want to talk about it today. Oh, it's got that some, feels right. Um, I want to... I know we don't do football, but I've got some things that I want to talk about in regards to Mason Greenwood. Ooh. I want to do that. Um, and I just got a young theory about why we are robots. But if there's anything you want to add to the menu, we can do that. I've even got a video of someone doing the robot dance too convincingly. Maybe you're right. <laughs> right then. But um, <laughs> we say so. What the Houston went away? Ah, oh, bro. Can I just say, yeah? Oh, when they walked in. Mm. Oh, when they walked in, bro. Mm. That was a very, very wholesome moment, bro. Mm. For me. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Mm. Because I, obviously, the last time I'd seen them was like when they'd come in. Obviously, I'd, one time I think you FaceTimed me when you was with them in, in one part where you was, could see them or whatever. But like seeing them walking, they. Do you know what I noticed with them? Yeah, I don't know if they're like this just in general. But to be honest with you, I think because they're twins, they almost just look like they're in their own world. Yeah, they just come in and they're just like they're together, but they're just in their own world. The thing is, yeah, their day to day practice in Sweden is completely different to here. So when they're with Papa, without going into too much detail. They're going Babylon in Camden. They're just like, oh my god, they're, they're, they're just like, seeing bare stuff, bare colors, bare stuff, and colors, and they're just like. Like some days they're like, Papa, I had so much fun. And you're like, oh, this is so sick. lit. And and you know what as well? Like it was, honestly, it was so, because I've revealed so much here, 
Mm. I felt it was nice to try and conclude things, to let people know everything's all right. And most importantly, people have really followed the journey, jumped in the DMs. And just when I saw the kids were there, the amount of messages I got and poet, it's so nice to see you with your mm. kids. And shout out Taze as well. Um, Taze had a fight with um, Lippy, the boxing match. Taze hit me up like... Oh, okay, okay. He, sh- he hit me up in the DMs having a... Like, fam, the love was overwhelming to a certain extent. So I really appreciate all of that as well. Yeah, like, yeah, from yeah, the bottom yeah. of my heart, fam. People are, you know, people are... Like, people that have been watching for a minute are on a journey with us. Mm-hmm. So even when we come in, we might just be having a conversation about what's going on in life and in the world or whatever. Occasionally, we're just talking, we're just chatting as brethrens and that too. And like, they're going on a journey with us. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So when good things happen, they're with us when we talk about it. When bad things happen, they're also with us when that happens too. And I think sometimes, even me, I'm, I can be guilty I don't know if that's the right word for a lack of better term. Yeah, it's like I'm sitting, I'm having a conversation with you, and I'm telling you about maybe a couple of things that I'm going through, or whatever. And then I go off about my life, and I'm living my private life, and whatever. And then there's like people that remember yeah. when I said uh-huh. I was going through this or that or whatever it may be, or do you know what I mean? And it's nice when people come back, and it's like because it's like they're really listening. Mm-hmm. They're not flippantly listening. They're really listening, and uh, it's, it, I think it goes a long way when people care. You don't depend on it, but it's nice. It is nice to see progression because I could even be honest with you and say that little COVID period where I was moving, cry mad, and just whatever. But by that, people can go, he looks more content with his children. He looks happy now. Like they can see the progress and the change in the character. Knowing that's something I consciously tried to work on, as you know, I've been saying to you, Chucky, like I'm really trying to make sure I can come out of all this nonsense and all of that. Yeah. When it's noticed by the individuals that you're trying to entertain and you want to put on a good show for that is who's gonna act like they don't care about that of course you do bro yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's really really nice not just for yourself to say I've taken a journey but for others to notice the journey as well facts and the whatless fathers step up because step up. <laughs> you haven't had one tenth of what I've been through some of you and you're just right. out here not seeing your picnic them come on man by choice by choice Sometimes, you know, sometimes picnics down the road, you know. I know. Down the road. Local, you know. <laughs> Local. Like yeah, and you know what? You know certain people have this situation here yeah, where their picnics down the road and the door's open. Every day there's an excuse. Ah, I know some men that are like, well, if she's not going to be with me, I don't want to see the kids. Huh? That's crazy. So it's just... Okay, i got to take though. Go on. <laughs> don't shoot me for saying this. Isn't that more a woman thing? What's that? If you're not going to be with me, you can't see the you. I've heard loads of women say that as well, but I can't. <laughs> you know what it is? I ain't going to speak for them. They can speak for themselves. <laughs> but am I them? Hey. And then Chucky, I'm not going to leave. I feel like I've witnessed that. Like, not for obviously me, but like, I know, you know, one particular person. Mm-hmm. And I can't base this one particular person on everyone. This is just my experience on what I've seen or whatever, yeah? Yeah. But like, you know, he, he had that hard... If you're not gonna be with me, you just can't see, you just can't see, do you? My man had to go to court, yeah, and spend a bag of money. In the end, he spent like 25 bags. He ended up seeing his, his like, got custody of his youth, whatever, and like, it ended up starting to work out, kind of. I mean, they, they still had their obstacles in that, uh-huh. but now they're at a space where things are really good. And that's I'm amazing. like, that's great, but why did you have to spend 25 bags to get to this bit? Oh, yeah, they yeah. Me, oh no no they tried to make me do that let's go court I said unless we're going Wimbledon because I haven't seen Venus or Serena right, I'm not really on it strong I'm not going to court to discuss with a bag of people and why I should see my picnic yeah. he wasn't there when we had sex when it was conceived yeah. he wasn't there when I was at the 
So guess what? You're not gonna be here when we're negotiating a situation. I'm gonna trust upstairs. Yeah. I'm gonna realize I've done some things wrong. I'm gonna write my wrongs, and within that process, I'm gonna try to see my picnic. And I think that's really the process. Like some people are very impatient, and it's just like there's been a build up to the problem, and then you want to solve it overnight. Mm. Now you all gotta take into consideration that there's a build up of anger, build up of happy, there's build up of so much different range of emotions. You're all over the place. You kind of gotta just bite your tongue for a little bit. Do everything you can do within your power and eventually I'm telling you it makes sense because as much as people can say you don't know like you don't know my situation you're right I don't but I'm telling you one thing my thing was treacherous <laughs> treacherous and the war is over right then. I would sing the song but that's R. Kelly so right. we can't sing that. <laughs> what I will say as well though is I think like if you are going through financial difficulty but you're in this same situation I think if you got legal aid and you do go to court yeah you, as a man, you're actually quite light. Um, this is for a man who is flying straight. Not a man who's carrying on with bare fucking. Yeah. A man that is flying straight, if you do go to court more time, you are actually going to win because they do want fathers in children's lives. So like my dad, for example, went through that same situation. My dad says it all the time. He's like, listen, when, when he went to court, wait, how am I going to say this? Yeah, I can say this. Well, when, he went to, when he went to court, one of the times he went to court, the mother of that child, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say which one it was, was in the court <laughs> saying, oh, but he does this and he does that and this is what he does and started like flinging out some of my dad's Yeah, 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 yeah. You understand what I'm saying? But the judge said, is he a good dad or not? Is it? Yeah, they don't care about, they didn't care about, they just wanna know, is, will, is the child safe? Is he a danger to the child? Um, is there any type of imminent danger around the child? If not, listen, all of that other stuff is irrelevant. It's almost like, it's almost like, let's say for example now, let's say for example now, I'm gonna make a big, I'm gonna make a big, uh, I'm gonna make a big thing to make a point here. Let's just say for example, Mm. bomb squad. The bomb squad now, they're looking for bombs, yeah? Yeah. If you, if they come to your yard now and they're looking for bombs or whatever, but in the in the meantime, they find a little piece of weed. Someone comes and says, "Oh, look, here's some there's some weed here, though." They're looking for bombs, my brother. They don't care about this weed. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's why I always is there say. danger? Is are you gonna blow up something right now? No, you're not. Okay, you can just keep that little piece of weed. We'll deal with that later. later. Or someone else will come with that or whatever. We might bank it, but it's not what we're looking for right now. The judge is probably so. looking at you like, I smoke weed as well, I may have picnic. No, right, so it's then. like, it's just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like right. I said, don't be distracted, man. I always say to all the fathers, don't be distracted. Like all of them stuff outside of looking after the picnic are distractions. The moment you latch on to one and you latch on to two, you've lost sight of what's actually meant to be going on. Yeah. So just... Cruise true, man. We're good, man. Shout so, out JTK for the crap, you know. Oh, yeah. Big up to JTK. He hit me as well, actually. Is I it? Also, go some, go, go, as go. I was walking there, shout out the tattoo artist that hit me up. Hustler. Inked by Henny. Henny underscore on underscore Henny. Yeah? Come on, man. Hey, oh, tattoo, artist. tattoo artist. Tattoo artist from West London. I swear. Do me a favour. Make sure this is clear. Yeah, yeah. Come on. And then there's another, another person hit me up asking me to get a tracksuit. I said to him, big man, I'm very particular about what I wear, but plug call him. It's the, it's the youth them in the area doing their thing. I and I that. respect it. Hey, in fact, while you're there, there's a brother in Greenford that I saw in the gym. Yeah. Yeah. He does, uh, he, he cleans trainers. Yeah? What? Yes. But you you gave me your number, but you left a digit missing. Don't worry, because guess what? In seven minutes, someone that cleans trainers is dropping off my trainers. 
We can use him. Is you it? should have missed that digit. Should, oh, yeah. should have missed that I'm digit. Sorry, now man. look green. Now look what's happened. Yeah, yeah. Now if, look what's if you hear this and whatever, still shout me anyway because you're Come local. On. But yeah, it looks like I've got someone now still. But, yes. <laughs> but, that feels right for me. Yeah, but you understand what I'm saying? Make sure we're, we're in there. Um, but yeah, the name, I've tried to find him on flipping Instagram and that and I couldn't find it. But man, I see him in the gym. Yeah. Gave me the number, but there was a num- number missing, bro. And I needed, I needed it at a particular time. But anyways, is there one more or are you good? No, that's it. We're here, man. We just had to... It feels good. Feel good Friday, man. All right. So Comes listen, I'm here to send a message to some people quickly, yeah? Go through. Right. If, yeah, someone rings you, if someone rings you or messages you and they ask you for a favour, then they ask you for another 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 favour, then they ask for another favour, then they ask for another favour, then they ask for another favour. It's no longer a fucking favour. It's not a favour. It's a direct debit. I'm here to tell anyone who has got anyone who's coming to them for direct debits to cancel them now. Let's cancel any favour that is disguised as a direct... No, let's cancel any direct debit that is disguised as a favour. That's what I'm on. That's what we have to do now. Cancel any direct debits that are disguised as a favour. I'm about... Doing favours for people who are actually trying to do favours for themselves. Yes. Yeah? If you're trying to do a favour for yourself, if you're trying to do if you're trying to do stuff, you can come to me and I can try to help you in any way, shape, or form. But if you are not doing that, we actually have to eradicate that. We are enabling bad behaviour. Yes. And I'm here to tell you that we have to stop enabling bad behaviour. It's a direct debit. We are in a financial crisis, an economical crisis. It's a shit show right now. And just because you might have a little something doesn't mean it has to go out to everybody if no one's doing anything. So cancel any direct debit that is disclosed as a favour. Look at it like this. You have repetition and you have routine. I like routine. I don't like repetition. Mm. My mum hates repeating herself. But she brushes her teeth every single day. Routine. When you have to tell you the wrong thing, don't do that, don't do it's repetition. So some people are in a cycle of behaviours that they consider routine, but they haven't asked the other person, is it part of their routine? Right. Because if it's not, that is repetition, my guy. And repetition is annoying. So I just think like, get yourself in a routine where you're independent. Some people get into a routine of just being dependent on other people. That's repetition though. For you, because that's not your routine. Like for example, if I go to school, the school knows I'm coming. That's our routine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's our routine. The moment I go jail and I keep going jail, that's repetition. We got to change this. What am I keep going there for? Let's stick with routines because repetition is annoying. It's very, very annoying, my dog. Oh, it's hard work, bruv. I'm telling you, it's hard work, man. And I just feel like sometimes you see it happening and around you. You see it happen to yourself sometimes and you're like, nah, at some point, at what point does this stop? Mm. At what point does this stop? Like, you know, we can't just be too... It's nice to be able to have someone that you can call upon, but... This is not a calling upon. This is not a calling upon. This is a tax bill. <laughs> like, do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's crazy. There's, like too e. much, there's too much of that happening right now. Yeah. There's too much of it happening right now. And you know what? I think sometimes as well, we feel obligated to do certain things because maybe it's a friend or it's a family or it's whatever. But it's like, I'm not saying that, you know, you shouldn't do a favour for someone or favours. 
But I think that w- when it starts to get, when it starts to become repetition, it's an issue. Because you then have to start looking at, okay, what are you doing? Like, what is changing? Yeah, I totally If agree. we're doing this, if we're doing this, at some point, something has to change. If nothing's changing, then I have to change something. Do you understand what I'm saying? If you don't make a plan, someone will make a plan for you. Right then. So yeah, just let's just cancel any flipping direct debit that is disclosed as a favour, man. Let's get rid of. Let's just like, it's, it's, let's just get rid of that. Let's try and stop that now. I know someone needs to hear that. I needed to hear it. I told myself it. You get what I'm saying? But it's yeah, sad. it's sad that it has to get there. But as they say, it's sad. I saw it go. I saw it go sometimes. Um. And just very quickly as well, yeah. I think you posted something. Yeah. Um, which got my brain ticking, yeah. I'm going to get <laughs> Moses to pull it on the screen. Yeah. It was Jack Grealish. My brother. Right. What a good man. So, do you know what I'm referring to already straight away? The one when he... Wait, which one? Because I like Jack Grealish. I would have posted those things for him. So, I think like everyone was getting a medal. The, uh, yes. Right. So... I'm going to show you. You post, you, this, this is you, you post it. I'm going to get this put on the screen. So look at this here. I love it. This is my theory of why, it's just a, an example of why we are actually robots. Because then right afterwards, everyone does everyone it. Everyone does it. <laughs> everyone does it. And this is why it's so easy to control us. But you because know what, you know what, yeah? If you, want, when everyone just does something, yeah. when a person in front of you does it, then you just do it. Then everyone just does it. Then everyone just, then the next person, and then you just have, before you know it, you just have a whole line or a whole community or a whole town or a whole country or a whole world that is just falling in line. I, I We've said this many times though. We have said that depending on your job, depends on how independent you are and how free thought, like how much free thought you have. Mm. So because I have the luxury of not having a nine to five, I don't have a boss. I manage my own time. I manage my own work and so mm. on and so forth. I have to think for myself at all yeah, yeah, times. Yeah. Footballers, no disrespect to them, are told what to do. Told when to be at training, told their diet, told they're so used to taking instructions, their whole life is protocol. So in a situation like that, they've seen that whole situation pan out so many times in the World Cup and their thing is monkey see, monkey do. And there's loads of other professions that are like that. We have the luxury of working this job where today this is what you're doing on Friday, but on Sunday you're in Birmingham doing uh, R&B slow jams. Mm. And we're also discussing doing a live show. And then you've also got other shows that you do, which means that you're never really doing the same thing. You're not really in a, your routine is not repetition. Whereas these man, repetition, they see, they do, they see, they do. Whether it be teachers, all my teachers are pretty similar. The one teacher that had free thought was by himself was the minority. Mm. Um, I feel like I go through it quite a bit because I'm very outspoken and I don't mind saying something that goes against the grain. Mm. And most of the people that will speak will be speaking because they want to be part of a community of individuals where they feel safe. It's mm. almost like gang warfare. Oh, let me go against Poet because, yeah, it looks like the cool thing mm. to do. And then someone goes, Poet's actually right. Then all of them be quiet and then there's a bag of people that go, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's right, you know? <laughs> and I'm just like, fuck it, hell, yeah, mate. Yeah. You know, if you're, whether you think That's I'm right, you see, different, you see different, like, you see different sides of it uh. in different places, isn't it? Like, mm-hmm. you can see it on Twitter too, for example. It's oh. like, everyone just does the slandering thing and then one person comes in and says, you know what? Nah, like, he's actually right, you know? And then everyone kind of jumps in and is like, yeah, do you know what? <laughs> it's, a, it's crazy. It's lazy thought. People don't want to think. People don't like to think. People nah. just like to just move off like yeah. robots. They're almost programmed. We do, this is what we do. And why should it change? And I'm like, 
It's a bit rubbish. Yeah, it is. It is. I just saw it and I just thought, this is a really good rep- uh, representation of life. When I just rethink, like, okay, this is actually just what happens. All it takes is for one person or a group of people to just, like, go against the grain a little bit and then it has other people maybe thinking a little bit more. Or it just it just wakes people up a little bit. Because it's like, in that clip, remember, this is not just to target them, it's just, I'm just saying in general, it's like, no, let's talk you, see everyone, stinks. <laughs> you see everyone, <laughs> sort of just doing the same thing, it's the same movement, you just get that, you pull it around, you walk, get that, pull it around, you walk, it's like, you're doing that, and then one person, as you're about to do this, someone does something different, and then it's like, you wake up quickly, oh, what's going on here? You see something, and you're like, oh, shit, oh, what's going on? Yeah, now everyone does that, <laughs> everyone goes like this, Puts it around, does that. Hey, everyone does it. Until one person breaks the grain again and then they just miss that person and then it just becomes back the same thing again. It's, it's really interesting human beings is, you know. I swear down. You know, I'm spending so much time. Maybe I've got too much time on my hands now. But like, I'm just people watching so much more now. That is really, it's what I was interesting is the fact that you can tell we're very unique in the sense of the two different takes that we had looking at the clip. So I've looked at the clip I don't give a damn about nobody else apart from Jack Grealish. Right. I've now, I've said, I don't care about you lot. Even the people that copied them afterwards, I don't give a damn about Rodri. No, no, no. Jack yeah. Grealish, you are the man. This is the reason why I like you. Right. You consistently, whether it's in football or outside of football, always show the world who you are. Right. And I like that. Yes. The rest of you lot, programmed. Zlatan Ibrahimovic, another prime example. If you get a chance to read Zlatan's book, please okay. read Zlatan's book because he talks about, again, Pep Guardiola making all of the players wear the same outfit drive the same car, everyone do the same thing. So they're programmed to just take instructions. And I spoke to Emil Heskey the other day, um, former Leicester City, uh, Liverpool, won the treble with Liverpool, also scored in the 5-1 win for England in 2001 against Germany. Really, really important person, part of the you know the community. And he said to me, Paul, um, it's so crazy when you're a footballer because your whole career, you're told what to do. And then when you retire, you don't have a clue what, what to, to do. do. Yeah. You've always been given the instructions and now you're the the, the maker of your own path. Mm. And it's so sad because these men are like, when they retire, they're like 36, 37. Yes, that's mad young to retire, you know. So that you've retired crazy. at that age, you've got all this money and now for the rest of the remainder of your life, you've got to be, you've got to police your own life. You've never done it prior. You don't yeah. have a clue what to do. For me, that's, in your mid thirties, you should know how to police your life. But as a footballer, once you've retired, you don't. And, and what's so sad about football, so it's just centre it around that, is within the world of football, people put so much pressure on footballers just to do the football thing. That's true. They don't even care about when they hit 35 and what you're going to do afterwards. It's the reason why I used to love Real Ferdinand. Individual. Ian Wright, individual. Mm. Thierry Henry, he would score, put his top up and say, I did it for the West Indies. These were individuals that... Just, Gaza, say what mm. you want about him. Individual. These reasons why I love these people because they express who they are within a world of routine. Facts. And I think that you shouldn't be afraid to do that. No, you shouldn't I hear that. be afraid to That's do that. That's a good point as well. You know, I think retirement is deep anyway. You know, when you yeah. deep it, it's like retiring in your thirties is nuts because you retire with all that money, as you said, and it's like, yeah, okay, you get to travel, you get to do a couple of things or whatnot, and then after what, there's only so much of that that you can do. You got to now try to find the next purpose. Yeah. And if you don't find that, you you become super bored. You start being you hung up on the past. You know, you kind of want to get back to being the person that you was when you was 21. It's never going to happen again. It's over. Um, that part's over. And I, 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 would talk to, I talked about retirement on here in a different context a while ago because I was saying 
there are people that are like in their 60s or whatever that are retiring and then like a lot of the retirement jobs that people would be doing are now taken up by robots i went to um <laughs> i went to tesco's because when you deep it yeah you see like like um you know chains like sainsbury's tesco's master's yeah. benzers all of that yeah if you check it You'd go in there and it would be a mixture of old people and young people. Yeah. The young people are studying or whatever it is, or like they may not be studying anymore, but they just, it's their first couple of jobs or whatnot and they're just trying their thing. And then the old people are actually people that are just retired. They're just not like, you know, this is what they, they want to do something. They want to get up and have a purpose. They want to go outside and just do stuff. Yeah. But now I went to my Tesco's. When I walked in there, I was thinking, right, like there's people in here, but there's no one really like serving in that. And you see the big, you see like when you do the big shops now, when you like doing doing a big shopping now, yeah? That's usually the one where you go and there's like a person there that's kind yeah, of yeah, helping yeah. or whatever. In my Tesco's, that's gone. It's that you can do that yourself. So you just take the big trolley and then you just do it all yourself and you pack it all yourself and whatnot. And I'm like, rah, that's taken away retirement jobs for the elderly. So now you've got 30 something year olds yeah, that are retiring that may have some money and are trying to figure out what the hell that they want to do. Then you've got people that are in their 60s or maybe even older trying to retire and they're trying to figure out what they what they need to do, what they want to do. But there's nothing happening. There's nowhere to go. It's, it's city life though. City life. That's why city life is so fast because it doesn't really warm you up to something. Things just happen and you have to react. You're consistently reacting to new things happening. So you have to have the ability to persevere and get through it and move fast. Whereas when you move out of the city, it's a lot slower. Yeah. Them jobs that we're talking about that are taken away in your Tesco's and your Iceland, they're still out. They're still there when you go to certain parts of Rotherham or certain parts of Scunthorpe. Or, do you know where I'm coming from? They yeah. still have them jobs available. But city life is always trying to prepare you for next year, it seems like. Yeah, that's true. Or the next 10 years or the something like that. next 10 years, yeah, yeah. Always just trying to be super ahead, like. There's even a story I saw talking about, <laughs> talking about city life and so on and so forth. I think it's in Saudi Arabia. Please don't kill me for this. I'm not quite sure. They're building a city called The Line, my bro. What? Yeah, go and do some research on it. It's called The Line, they've started work on it. It's gonna cost a trillion pound, I heard. And it's like a narrow, in comparison to the country, it's a very narrow uh, space, which is just operating like a line, two walls on either side, and it goes through the whole country. And it's just gonna be a city called The Line. That's mad. It's ridiculous. And then you begin to wonder, well, what the hell is that gonna look like when you're in there? Cause like, when I saw it, I, I didn't know what the hell was going on. I just saw these two large... Ain't that walls. like how um, cities like New York is, though? Because it's like, they're done by blocks, but it's just like, and streets and that. But essentially, it's just like one big-ass road. Yeah, but at least New York is like, it could be an, an irregular shape and the park can still be New York. Yeah, I'm talking yeah. about... But you've still got obviously all grids and shit like that. There's like, grids and yeah. there's that. And it might, when you take a look at the country, it's a little bit, do you know what I'm saying? Take a look at the area, it'll still be a little bit... Mm. My brother, I'm talking about boom, boom, vroom. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I begin to wonder to myself, what does that look, what does like? That look like then? Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. That's nuts. Just a, a line. A, bro, it's called the line. It's literally called the line. Do you know what? Let me just, <coughs> I, should, I should have saved it because when I saw it, I was scared. I was really, really scared. But yeah, city life, bro. Yeah, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. I'm not, I'm not anywhere near retirement anywhere. I tell you that, but fucking hell, bro. There we go. The Line, a revolution in urban living. It is in Saudi Arabia. The Line is a linear smart city under the construction in Saudi Arabia in Newham. My Lord. Designed to have no car streets or carbon emissions. 
no cars. So what? What did you? How did what you just? A five hundred billion project. They got so much Ross Clark money. Let me a fiver. Got to pay my rent. I got to look after these kids, man. Are, man. Over there, they are actually trying to do. They're trying a lot of stuff to get people over there now, aren't they? The airport will be inland, closer to. There's a. There's a. Good, they're gonna have an airport right by there as well, bro. Bro, they they're really like, making it. It's on Wikipedia now that they're really making the line, bro. Let me see if I can get an image and show you what I saw. Yeah, you got it on the screen, please. Mental, bro. Do you know what? I really wonder why I'm even researching these or looking at these types of things. I must be in a really good That's place. That's crazy. That's crazy. My guy. I might go to the line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so now I got to like I understand more of what because when you were saying it, I I couldn't visualize it, but this looks nuts. Um, just for people that are listening, uh, just put in the line Saudi Arabia. Go to images and you'll see what we're looking at right here. But, uh, yeah, it's crazy. You can chuck that gun. Oh, my brother. That was terrible. I wasn't good at cricket. Sorry, man. No, I wasn't good at cricket, man. Allow me. <sighs> she stay on football just very, very quickly then. <sighs> Go through. <sighs> Mason Greenwood. The only time you don't say Freemason, eh? I'm telling you. I wanted to talk about this. Because... You know, as someone who, like, Man United has given me some really, like, enjoyable moments in my life and have also given me some horrendous moments in my life too. Uh, football is a very emotional roller coaster sport and sometimes I have, very, I have difficulty managing... As, as a person who is very good at regulating emotions, yeah. for some reason... Football has always been the one thing that has been able to draw me out in the past, yeah? But there's been a situation, and we've talked about it before in the pod, Mason Green or whatever, and some of you, I think a lot of you will know about it. There was some audio that came out. It was a situation between him and his missus. Um, He was trying to have sex with her. She didn't want to have sex. The audio just absolutely stank, yeah? Um, And then it leaked... He was going to court. There was a whole bunch of things that was happening. The case got dropped. He's still with the girl. They've got a baby together. And they are apparently happily ever after. And now he is still... He still has a contract with Manchester United because he was under contract with them before. And now there's a conversation about whether he should play for Manchester United again, yeah? Now, one of the reasons why I actually want to talk about this is because I always hear, and it is more so Man United fans, that I hear talking about, you know, like, giving reasons to bring him back. And one thing that they I constantly hear some people say is, but he wasn't guilty of anything. He wasn't found guilty of anything. Oh, now we and can I be law. honest with you? I've, uh? <laughs> now we want to trust the law. No, right. <laughs> right, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I've never seen my But you know what? It's actually, that's, it's actually now genuinely starting to piss me off. Okay. And the reason why that is starting to piss me off here is because, you know what? Like, okay, cool. We can have a conversation about the law. We can do all of that, yeah? But we can't, I can't just pretend I didn't hear what I heard. Now, let me be clear. I, with all of what I'm about to say, I'm not saying... That I don't believe that a person has should be taken or like should be stripped from um, 
their right to earn a living. Yeah. I think that they should be able to go out and get work. I think if, you know, he should be able to go out and play football and, you know, if another team wants to go and get... I don't. I think that he should be given the opportunity to do that. I'm just saying, if I'm running a business, if I'm running a business, yeah, I don't care about what like what happened with the court and the, the, what happened with the missus and whatever. If I'm hearing what I've heard, that's enough for me. That's enough for me. I don't care how good you are. That's enough for me. Big man, let's be clear. In this world that we're living in, yeah, if money wasn't a factor, the outcome wouldn't be what the outcome is right now. It wouldn't be. This would have been a whole different thing. And I think it would have been a whole different thing even personally. That situation between him and the missus and the family and all of that, it wouldn't exist. It wouldn't happen. It wouldn't happen. But because money is a factor, things, it, it, it can cloud judgment. It can allow, you know, certain things to happen. And that's cool. That's, you know, that's just the world that we're living in or whatever. But you can't fool me with this. It, I feel as though, as, as a, you know, as a fan watching this, sometimes I feel as though Mason Greenwood's name gets brought up again, almost as if to test the waters. Let's bring up Mason Green because we're, we're, we are conducting our own investigation. So this comes up. It's almost like, what's the people, let's throw this out there and see how the people feel. Then there's a little bit of an uproar. No, no, we're just, we're just doing an investigation. Don't worry, calm down, we're just doing an investigation. Then they come back again a couple of weeks later or a month later. The name comes up again. Then there's a bit of an uproar. It's like, what are you doing? Are you going to make a decision or not? Clearly you're not. You want him to be back in the team. Just do it with your chest then. Just say it with your chest. Just say, you know what, he's coming back in the team and this is just where it is. Stop trying to do the political thing or whatever. Because if they were going to do something about it, they would have done it a long time ago. But they won't because it's money. And also, what it looks like as well, you can talk more on this as well. But it's like, it seems like United have had another bit of a shit show in regards to transfer markets and this, that and the fourth and whatever else here. So it's like, you know, we've got this little bit of talent here. Let's try and fling him back into the equation. Cool. Again, I'm not saying that he shouldn't have the right to earn the living in that. But are we going to sit here and pretend? When I hear people say, oh, but he wasn't guilty of anything. Do we want to go and play back the audio, my big man? Should we go and play that? Don't do that. Because for me, it's like, if someone, if someone is out on the road and someone duppies a man, let's just say someone murders someone, yeah? But they bust case. They still murdered somebody. Just because they bust case doesn't mean that they didn't do it. The fact is still the fact. I had a situation, which is a deep one in my life, I'm not going to go into it, but you know what? Someone murdered someone, a family member and all of these type of things, and other family members still check for that person. The fact of the matter is they still committed what they did. They still did it. They still did it. Yeah. So just because there's this one's cool with this and the family's how it is or whatever, the fact is still the fact. If they're going to do something about it, do it and just do it with your chest. But for me, I can't, I can't support that. I can't, I can't support that. It was an absolute massive stinker. And <laughs> what is it? Um, what do they call it? It's uh, bringing the club into disrepute. That's the thing, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, even if, even if you are not necessarily found guilty in the court of law, in your contract, you're not supposed to bring the club into disrepute. If there is any such thing, if there is any example of bringing the club into disrepute... Here we are. This is it. This is it. What example does it set? 
Oh, what, are you scared that he's going to go off and he's going to go to another team and he's going to go and bang goals and be successful over no, there? No. You're I just supposed to write that off. You know what? Cool. You know what? You lot can take him. You can do that. If if this fits within your morals, you could do that. He could go and score 700 goals in a season. I'm not doing that because it's a more of a moral kind of thing and a business thing for me. A business thing. Bringing the club into disrepute. I can't lie, bro. This, in this way. Let me show you about your club. And God, you know what? They're probably never going to invite me to anything again. First of all, they call the Red Devils. I'll leave that there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave that there. <laughs> i leave that right there, sir. Then on top of that, I could be wrong. This is a mad assumption. And I have to put that clear. I know it's a mad assumption. But I refuse to believe that Man United didn't know about it. I refuse. I refuse to believe that when it became public, we all found that at the same time. I refuse to believe that. So I begin to wonder, if you get rid of Mason Greenwood, does a little pod in about a year's time and says, well, Man United, what does that make your club look like? So are you protecting Mason Greenwood to protect yourself? I believe so. Again, I could be totally inaccurate with what I'm saying, but I just, I, I, I don't think I am. Then you've got to take a look at, because I've spoken to some Man United fans, I had a conversation with one, it's funny enough, two, two days ago. And he was, oh, we don't know what happened. We're, this is fake outrage. This is this, this is that, this is that. And all I will say is this, me and um, one other person, I'll say his name because he was cool. One other person called Mitch. All we said was, we ain't standing with you then, bro. We said to him straight, if we ever hear a voice note like that, and it's your voice in it, and there's another girl, but it's your voice in it, Trust me, my bro, we're washing our hands off you. We're done. Mitch was like, I don't know what this guy's doing. I was like, I don't know what this guy's doing defending this behaviour. I'm not here telling you he should never play football again. I'm not here telling you he shouldn't make an income and he shouldn't be able to look after his family. I'm not saying any of that. But what I'm saying is the same thing Chucky said. For me personally, I cannot pretend I didn't hear them voice notes. I cannot pretend I didn't see them videos. And I cannot pretend that this didn't happen just because the boy's talented. And God, another thing I'll say is, I've never, ever, ever seen, Jesus Christ, I've never seen this, a club in this country defend a black man smacking up a white woman. I don't know <laughs> what the hell's going on in 2023. I don't know what's going on in 2023. But That's true still. All I'll say is for me, this situation here, PYN. Pinch your nose, it stinks. Yeah. It absolutely stinks. And if Manchester United, honestly, you take a look at some of the players they've had in the past. I'm a man that when it comes to when it comes to things that are immoral, it's very difficult for me to let go. It's very difficult for me to let go of Ryan Giggs just because he bust case. Brad, there were stories about you throwing your, your your girl through a window in a hotel. Like, do you want me to pretend that didn't happen just because you're Ryan Giggs and you slept with your, your brother's missus for 10 years? I, I can't let those things go. Cristiano Ronaldo. You paid a woman off in 2009. God knows how much money. And then she came back saying... Oh, like, oh no, wait a minute. This is I'm a, saying your this club a place for you has to a start. history of this boy. <laughs> the Red Devils. We're not, we're not trying to do yeah. that. Yeah. We're I'm just saying. No, no. But I'm only saying it now because I'm trying to... I'm saying... I'm sure, to, I'm sure Thomas Party's got a little bit of a stink. Oh, that stinks. Right. That stinks. <laughs> right. Absolutely. We call him Chargy on Filthy Fellas. That stinks, bro. I'm just saying... I'm talking about the club. Right. There is so many people that have gone through this club and there's always a funny story. Cause you gotta put your foot down and make a decision, like Chucky said, and say, Do you know what, lads? Just for the generation moving forward now, we ain't standing for this. But I just begin to wonder if the club 
knew. That's they all want, I want to know. It, do you know what? Irrespective of whether they knew or they didn't, they want him back. Oh, 100%. want him back. I 100% and do you know what? want him back. Do you know what then? Just do it with your fucking chest. Do it with your chest then. Do it they with want your him chest. back. 100% Because want otherwise they would have got rid of him time ago, bro. They would have got rid of him. My, my main thing, Poet, is, yeah, yeah. is this more to the fans, actually. I don't want to hear any... I hate hearing, in fact, people talking about, but... But he wasn't found guilty of anything. Hold the phone right there. Um, do me a favor, EA Sports. Before, oh, sorry. Because I asked you politely and you wouldn't do it. Because I asked you politely and you wouldn't do it. I don't want to have sex. I don't give a shit what you want. I don't give a fuck what, like, to me, to me, to me. Do you know what? To anyone that's condoning it and wants him to come back, this is all I ask you lot to do. I look you clean in your eyes. My eyes are pretty, don't fall in love. I want you to get that voice note and sit down with the most important woman in your life, your mum. I want you to play it and I just want you to ask her how she feels. Right then. And if you can still, after that, say he should play for Man United, your family is key sweat in 2001, twisted. I'm not really on to it. To bits. I'm not really on it. Was it 2001? Maybe not. No, nah, I think it's older than that still. Yeah, so do I. I'm going to make a guess, actually. I think that was like 96. 96? Yeah, 96. Yeah, I was on a roll and I just messed up. Maybe even more than that, you know. Let me just check. That's what All I right. was. Doing. Let's just go back and pretend I didn't say 2001. <laughs> um, this has to get drawn at slow jumps as well. Let me just see. It's a banger. Absolute banger. Twisted. Release date. It came out. Yeah, 1996. 1996. Oh, we say what? The trainers done then kind of walked in. Give, you listen, you know one what? Of you, just, you just have come in give them a plug, amazing man. time. Give them a plug, man. My brother, brothers. You come, one, of you lot, one of you lot. Just one of you lot. Come quickly. Sit down, man. You lot have come in at amazing time. Huh? How are we doing, man? My guy. Do you know My why guy. you come in at amazing time? Why is that, Poet was saying some stuff, like he was giving some shout outs to people, whatever. Then I was like, actually, while you were here, yeah, there was a brother in my gym that told me that he cleans trainers and that, yeah? Oh. But he's given me his number, but he's flipping missed out a digit. So I'm saying to him, big man, if you're like listening to this, hit me up or just turn up at the gym, bro. Then he said that you, man, were turning up. Like, yes. Because this is what you done. So he stole a sale. He stole yeah, a sale. Yeah. That feels right, man. stole a sale. Honorable shout out to the guy who I bet in the gym and whatnot, but I'm going with these dons now. Yeah. What do you got to do? Training cleaners, man. Manchester. What? Manchester, bro. Training cleaners. So what? Wait. So what? Wait, hold on a minute. Did you did you just come all the way from Manchester to yeah, bring yeah, Poet? Yeah, man. Patting them up, man, haven't you? This is why I have to big them. That's why I said come down. Just nah, but this must cost a pretty penny, though. We'll no, keep, no, what? We'll keep it to ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> this is our business. Don't know. Right, I cool, want to support their business. So what, how are you doing this, then? If you're, say, I, I'm in London, innit, yeah? Let's just say I want my trainers cleaned by you lot. Yeah. So how are you... How are so you we, either, we can offer the postal service if we have to. Strong. Or if we're on, you know, like a networking thing, to, you know, to come meet you guys and stuff. Right. It's great for us, you know, to come down here and obviously meet new people. It's... That's what our job's about. I mean, that's that's our selling point. Whereas we like to be in Manchester, we pick up, drop off, so we meet our customers every single day. Yeah, you know, rather than that, you know, delivery service and all that type of stuff. So right. we just enjoy interacting. Do you know what I mean? It's it's cool for us. How did this thing become a thing, by the way? Like, do you know? 
this trainer's cleaning thing? Because obviously I know that's, I'm starting to see a lot of people do that. Yeah, of course, like, yeah. How did, when, when did this start becoming a thing? So it was, it was, we did lockdown, weren't we? And, you know, we've always kind of looked after our trains and stuff. We've always been into that, you know, that type of game. Um, obviously, obviously appreciate a nice pair of trainers. So we just kind of just thought, you know, we'll give it a go. Mm. Um, we sent it literally in a post on Instagram, didn't we? And it was like, is there any training cleaners in Manchester? We thought, you know what, we'll just give it a pop. And from then we've just, just kept the momentum going, do you know what I mean? Right. Just, just kept going with it. How do you, see with Air Forces, yeah? So, you know, after a while with Air Forces, or not even after a while, but sometimes after like a couple of, you can wear it maybe four or five times, it feels like the soul is gone. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, so it still kind of clean, but it just looks like the soul is gone. Do you know how to bring the soul? Yeah, it looks like they died. Do you know how to bring the soul back in those? The inside soul. No, like the soul of it. The soul of it. The actual trainer. I want you to be fresh and white again. Yes. Because no, sometimes it can still kind of be white, but you know, like it just looks like it looks knackered. It no, do you know what? I tell you what, a clean, a clean worn Air Force One looks like a person who died of natural causes. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, what a madness. They just kind of, they just died. And, but it wasn't a madness. Like, they didn't get licked down. They weren't bored up. They weren't, it wasn't tragic. They weren't in pain. It wasn't, they just died. It's not like you took them carnival. It doesn't look like no. you took them carnival. No, no, no. I'm taking Air Force's carnival. But if you can find a way to bring back the soul in those, like, just to, you know what I mean? We've actually got a, we've got a transformation of some Air Force, haven't we? Do you know yeah, the... Yeah, some madams, because like, it's called oxidisation around the, uh, the Air Force. Yes. That's when it goes naturally, because it can actually yell. So some Jordans, it does it as well. And uh, we've got like our own procedures where we can get around that and then sort of like... Make That's it. With it yeah. Can I see some of your work? Yeah, he's, he's yeah, yeah. Well, pull it on the screen. What is... Um, Let's have a look. What is your Instagram? That, you pull it up, man. You're, you're What's the name of your Instagram? Uh, sneak Food Cleaning. Yeah, sneak Food Cleaning. Sneak Food? Through. T H R U. What was you in Manny or did you just Instagram connect? It's Instagram thing. Wasn't Instagram, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah Manny yeah. hit me up on Instagram and yeah, Instagram thing, bro. And do you know what it is? Yeah, I just go with gut. What's the third one there, mate? Yeah, I go with gut, Chucky. So sometimes yeah. I, I get off these offers all the time. I swear with my gut. I don't know what these brothers look like, sound like. I was, <laughs> my gut. I was like, do you know what? This cool, feels right. Yeah. And it felt right. Like, you know, come on, my brother, man. Yeah, so we're just trying to take over. Shave with it, you yeah, know what I mean? We're just, we're just keeping oh, going, man. Keeping going. White still. They look white, innit? Yeah. Come on, angel. And they look very alive. That's what I'm saying. They look alive. Go to the next one. That's the trans. So oh, that, no, that yeah, so wait, hold yeah. on one second. There's a little dirt on that still. A little dirty. Okay. Oh, oh cool. okay. Right. Okay, yeah, yeah. I hear you. But ain't that, to be fair, that's a young crep protect though. Is a crep protect can get rid of that, right? Because give me something light. dirty. Yeah, I need something dirty. Go, go, go back. There's, there's some, there's some good ones. If you yeah, keep. some girl went to Park Life. I think he was a pair of queens there. There, look at those. Oh yeah, go to those. Shout out Banco yeah. as well below. Banco, just Banco, my brother. I got to listen to your project properly, actually. Okay, tidy. Okay. Yeah, tidy. That feels all right. Yeah, that feels right. That feels right still. Yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh. that feels right still. Do you know what? I can't lie to you. If I saw those come back like that, yeah. I'd be very happy. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah she was gassing them. Yeah, so that's the, that's the before of them. That's the, 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 the
for a little five minute plug. Yeah, it's fine that. for the yeah, brothers, man. man. They come from Manchester, man, I appreciate it. Come on, my guy, man. You gotta do it properly. There's no point in me doing a post on Instagram. Do something that lives forever. So this could be here forever. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, it's good to be down here and be with you guys, you know what I mean? Like, you got a good thing going on, do you know what I mean? Thank you, yeah, my dad. Thank you, cool, my brother. Yeah, my well, now we're going to not politely kick you off. You just got to see all that when I come <laughs> <over> right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you can chill back. if you want, or we're just going to, if you've got to rush off, it's entirely up to you. Yeah, we're just going to carry on talking about some stuff about Manchester. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think we was kind of at the end of that still, but yeah, in a nutshell, in a nutshell, I hate it, bro. 100%, man. And what I think the best thing you said was like, I just think a, an establishment like that should make a decision and 100%. they shouldn't be doing what you're doing. Keep tipping your toes in the water to see if there's piranhas. Right. You're gonna, with a situation like this, you deserve to get bit every single time you dip your toe in. 100%. Every time. So. And it's the, the, as again, it's the fans and that as well. Stop making excuses for it. Just say, you know what? If you want him to play, just say, I'm not dealing with morals. I'm just dealing with what's on there. Just do that. Just show who you are in that sense. Don't come and sit and start talking about, yeah, but he wasn't guilty of. Yeah, forget about that. If a, if, a, if a man is doing something with a child and he hasn't gone to jail for it, he's still done something with a child. Yeah, he still is what he is. And if you need to tell me that you can hear them voice notes and see them videos and you would rather wait to see what the court says, then I think that says more about you than it says about anything else. Like me and Chucky said, just sit down with your mum, play the voice note and ask her what she feels. And Strong. That will, that will give you all the information you need to know. Strong. Um, anyway, music stuff. Gigs dropped, but we're not talking about that yet. Okay. Because I ain't even listened to it. No, I haven't listened to it yet as well. And you it know. just came out today. So, yeah. I yeah. It, From yeah. what I have listened to, I've kind of liked, but I just want to just, I need to just have a week first. I'm not sitting here and talking about music on the day that it's dropped, unless I'm just going to flippantly promote it. Um... But what I do want to talk about, and I, I was meaning to mention this a few weeks back, yeah. We both went to see WizKid. We did. We both went to see WizKid. And um, I need to, I'm going to give an honourable shout out to the guys that contacted me as well about coming down there. I'll pull it on the screen, in fact. Sorry, it's, the, it's just escaped me. But I was very fortunate enough to be given tickets to go and see WizKid at uh, the Tottenham Stadium. And got there, me and my brethren was there, got there kind of early, took in the vibes and whatnot. His DJ, I really, really like his DJ. I think his DJ is so cold. His DJ, like, obviously always plays for him. He's played at um, DJ Tunes. Like, what I like about him, yeah, is he's got a very dancehall way in selecting tunes. Yes. So, like, he intros tunes. He talks the mic well. Like, he he's quite engaging. He knows how to talk to audiences and, like... And this is important because of what I'm going to say later. It's so interesting watching his DJ being so good at like hyping the crowd up, talking, getting people to do stuff and whatever else. And at this time it was a big stadium. So I noticed me watching this super in depth. He actually had someone else actually playing the tunes, mm -hmm. but then he would just come out and he would just talk and he would just, you know what I mean? Still hype it up and that. WizKid came out. And I remember thinking to myself before, like, this feels, a, it feels a bit late. And the reason why I say that is because remember when he had the Essence moment or whatever, it was crazy. What year was that though? When was S, when did Essence come out? Was that, that wasn't 2022, that was 21, right? COVID? Yes, it was around COVID time. Bloody you gotta hell, give him yeah. a blight. Give him a blight. 2021? 
2020. Yeah, it came out in December 2020. I remember. So the that. end of the year. COVID. Yeah, do you know why I remember that? Because I got a memory of like literally sitting with my mum by the fire. This bummer, Peter wasn't well at the time, and we were sitting down listening to this whole album, and I loved it. Yeah, beautiful. Made in Lagos. Anyway. We came out of lockdown or whatever. Wizkid then announced O2 Arena. And then I remember there was fat, like, the tickets were selling out mad quick. He did three dates, yeah? And he did arenas all over the place. And it was just like, it was a big moment. I went to go and watch him then. And I thought it was good. It was a good show. Enjoyed it and whatnot. I did, the, the geek in me was like, not the greatest performer, but the album was so good, it carried it through. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And like, Wizkid is a G anyway. I just like, I like, the way that he moves, I like the way he dresses, I like the music he makes. I've been what I've been following Wizkid for a long time, and irrespective of what I'm about to say, doesn't change any of that. I'm always going to be a person who checks for Wizkid because I just think he's cold. He but is. what I will say is, when I went and watched that show at the Tottenham Stadium, it made me realize one thing, and this might be bad of me to say. That thing was it made me extra gutted that I didn't get to see Burner Boy. Wow. It made me extra gutted because- Why? When yeah. I watched, when I looked at what Burner Boy had done at the London Stadium, West Ham Stadium, yeah, it looked like an incredible moment. And it just, the way that it was put together just looked so sick and his engagement and just the, everything that he did in and around it, the band and that, like, I love the way the band is flipping. They just come out and they're really enjoying them. It just looks so well rehearsed. For Wizkid, it was like, for me, it felt, unfortunately, like the stage was almost too big for him. Like, or that, like, it this this moment just came a little bit late. Like, he just came out, was doing his thing, and it was like, you know, that there was, just wasn't a climaxing moment. Like, this wasn't a climaxing moment. I would, at no point was I there thinking, like, I'm being swallowed up in this vibe. And I'm just super in it. And I'm a man who loves shows, bro. I love them. That's one of my favourite things to do. To go to a show and just see who's bluffing, who's good. Hear my favourite songs live and all of that type of stuff. Go and, like, see artists that I might not know too much of. And be won over by them. But I went there and I thought... Oh man, the man just the man finished and just left. He didn't even say bye. He sounded like gigs when he goes. He didn't even say bye. Chucks, I'll be honest with you. And this is what I hate. I fucking fully agree. He just walked off. You know, bro, the man ended on a song that wasn't a banger like that. And then he just cut. And I'm like, raw. The DJ was so much more engaging. The DJ made me fully aware of what exactly was happening and what was going on. Wiz came on and he performed and it was almost as though, it was almost as though he just kind of came out and he was doing it more so because he had to do it. Do you know what I mean? Like a job. Yeah, it's like a job. You know what, oh, look, there's a stadium available, all right, we'll just do it. Oh, is, is this what he's doing or is this what that person's doing? We need to do it. I just think that that show, for someone who is as cold as he is, and for someone who is at the part of his career that he's at, I think that moment could have wa could have waited. And the last thing I'll say is, is that like, I think it's one thing to really note, yeah? This is not even just about artists. This is just anyone that is performing. Sometimes you don't have to be sucked in to doing the biggest and maddest shows, you know? Sometimes it's actually all right to go against the grain a little bit, scale back and, and give the best that you can give and then come back to that moment. 
I would so much prefer that than to just give. See, like even with the the, the podcast, we know what we can sell in doing that. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to come out. We haven't done a show for a little while, and the first because everyone's doing this, we're gonna do that. We don't yeah. need to do that. We can come here, put on a really good show, which we'll announce at some point here and give them a special moment yeah, yeah, and then yeah, come yeah. back and then, do you understand what I'm 100. saying? And just feel and test the vibe. I think like artists and teams need to do a little bit better at, at doing that. I went to the show, I was, I was actually pretty disappointed to be honest with you. It's the build up as well though, Chucks, man. Like I just think before you do a show, I want to see some tiki taka. Yeah. There's no tiki taka. Man's just shooting from 30 yards and you're not Steven Gerrard cause like, you got to do some tiki-taka. There needs to be some small things that happen that build up to make me go, yo, I can't wait for this show. Like, Beyonce done it perfectly. Before I had the opportunity, well, I didn't even get the opportunity. Before people had the opportunity to see her in London, if you had seen the first show, which was in Sweden, Blue Ivy's coming on stage. Sure. You're getting gashed. You're thinking, what, Blue Ivy's on stage dancing mm-hmm. now? You're seeing all of the different places that you can watch it. The main celebrities are watching it by the side stage. So now you're like, oh my God. And everyone's telling you their favourite moments and... I'm seeing 21 Savage screaming, singing Dangerously in Love. Like there's so much build up yeah, yeah. to that final moment when she's in London, you can't wait to go. And I'm just saying before this show, cause I found out a week before it was on and I, I, I completely forgot. I knew it was gonna It'll be, be nice. on the same thing, but nice. there was nothing building up to it. I think there was one conversation I saw with uh, Henry, God bless, and uh, Manny Norte at the Tottenham ground. But no disrespect, like, I don't think that's enough. I feel like when you're whiz kid, you're the big whiz kid, the things that you should do building up to this show should be a hell of a lot bigger because it will even make him more motivated for it. It will make everyone else more motivated for it. So then when we finally get there, there's this build-up of anticipation that you just can't wait for him to just step foot on stage. But mm. I'll be totally honest with you, and this is no disrespect to Whiskey because I love him. I play that album all the time. But even the album he drops after that, it's not great, bro. It's not a fantastic album. It's not anything on the previous album at all. Mm. And that kind of not makes me disheartened for seeing his live shows. I can see the essence live and all of these things, but I don't have that same that I had previously. So if you're going to drop an album after the album, you know, with essence on it, uh, you've got Damian Marley on it. You've got, made the Lagos. Got, made Lagos. It's got so many bangers on that. Down. The whole thing is a It's classic. crazy, bro. Like, it's crazy. He even dropped the flipping the deluxe. Thing. What is Not lyrics, my G. Gee, okay. <laughs> he drops a deluxe version. There's tunes on the deluxe version that I like. I'm like, this is so, so dope. I just think the album he drops after that, for me, it doesn't... It, it, it's, I'm, smile With Her. Oh, Smile With Her is a banger, boy. That's when, Smile With Her is the real yard tune, though. Yeah, I hear that's a yeah, real yeah, yard yeah, vibe, yeah, you know what I'm coming yeah, from. Yeah. So blessed. The whole and, generate, yeah. This album, R&B, Gyrate, sorry. was it like R&B, Afrobeats, R&B? What's that? What do you mean? Do you think this is like an R&B, Afrobeats? No, this is dancehall. Huh? This is dancehall, Afrobeats. This yeah, is, exactly. I, I, this yeah, is yeah. Not, they, they, he went to Jamaica sometimes. Yeah, exactly. And I just think. Got there on everything. And then on top of that, I'm Ginger. not saying. Blood, G- what? This is what I'm saying. I'm not saying, like, obviously, when you go to festivals and all of that, sometimes we were talking about how much people oversaturate their set with loads of different other people coming out, but it would have been nice to see Skepta come out. Oh, uh, yeah, exactly. Skepta coming out in Tottenham. Yeah. How, how does that not happen? He's from across the road, he's from Meridian. Yeah. How does Skepta not come out? And do a couple rhythms that you lot have got together. I don't get it. And you know what it is as well, yeah? Now, people being on the other side of the world, stuff like that, like, that's not even a thing anymore. Because men are on private jets like water. Come on. All of them are on private jets like... I went to see Black Sharif. I know it's, this is a bit different, but it's not at the same time. I went to see Black Sharif in Coco, yeah? Burner Boy got on a jet from wherever he was... Wherever he was came off the jet, went straight to Coco. What? Yeah. Jumped on the stage with my man, yeah. Did his thing. 
watched a little bit of the show, left straight on the jet, gone again. That's what's happening out here. I just think like... Shout out Black Sheriff, by the way. I spoke to him at... Um of you i got to speak to him at, uh what's it called again wireless wireless yeah, good, yeah. he's a good brother good really brother. really good, good brother good, i love brother. him outside of the music yeah. very good brother good he's got a really good aura in it i felt we didn't feel comfortable chatting yeah, to him like yeah, yeah, yeah. no one's like we do later gotta get a little juice and call cool, chill the man there now he's a good brother man so and i sorry, think that's got actually a lot to do with possibly his mum but definitely his dad when he came here and he was talking about his relationship with his dad and like the conversations that them two have and whatnot his dad seems like a proper blessed brother um, but yeah, you're right, Poe, man. I just think like, I remember there was a moment in the show where he was, he kept talking about surprises and he left. He left for time and then it was like a robot thing on the screen. Who, um, this was WizKid. Wiz, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There was a robot thing or whatever. So you're thinking, right, something's going to happen or whatnot. Then he just came out and changed the outfit. The red number. <laughs> he came out in the red number and that was it. And I was like, what? Is that the only thing you changed? <laughs> your, your clothes. I expect that big man, but like. But you know, I will say this though. I think that Made in Lagos was such a classic, yeah? It is. That it did afford him the opportunity to um, take a risk if he wanted to with more love, less ego. Because I know it wasn't the same. I still liked it, uh, but it wasn't the same sort of feel and it probably didn't do what they might have wanted it to do. But I think he, he was, you know what I mean? You can cut him some slack. He can have that. I just think that if that's the case, you know, if you're making that risk and it is going to be what it is, it, the, everything around it has to sort of fall in line in a smooth way. I don't yeah. think you can drop something like that and then announce the stadium. Doesn't feel it right. Does not, that doesn't feel right. It's Absolutely. like, I think you drop something like that and then you do a different type of intimate sort of show and create an experience that people have never seen before. Let me That's stop you there. You, you can announce the stadium if you want. Who right. am I to tell you anything? But okay, fair. I fair. just think fair. when I watch that stadium show, you could have done it elsewhere. And that's my problem. You take away the fireworks at the end. There's nothing in that show for me that makes me go, why can't you have just done this in the O2 Arena? Or, like, if you're going to do it in a stadium, it's a stadium, my brother. Yeah. Come out in a helicopter. I don't know. I don't know. If you give me that. Yeah. Or fly out. Like, fly. remember Michael Jackson flew out of Wembley Arena? Someone recreate that. Even if Michael Jackson didn't fly out, you know what I mean? Create something. Do so You're in a stadium. There's no roof. Like, what are we doing here? There's so many opportunities for you to do stuff and all you do is the bare minimum. Although the red number was crazy. The red number was crazy. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was. The styling's always going to be crazy from Whiskey. He's a well-dressed guy, but I just think... He is a well-dressed guy. His jewels look... He looks like he gets the top-tier jewels, by the way. I love that, in it. Shout yeah, out to Chiefer. Yeah, honorable just... yeah, shout out to Chiefer. Yeah, Come man. on. I just, I just want to yeah. pick up these guys because I don't want to forget because I was very grateful that they sent man the tickets and that. Is it? Oh, shout out Zion and Twin. Even though Twin, you sent me down there with a really beautiful, beautiful girl. And I almost didn't get in, big man. I almost didn't get in. But guess who Why, saved me? Why? Twin said to me, yeah, Paul, don't worry. She'll be on the list and all of that. I've gone down. You know, you're trying to phone him like, oh, Twin. I can't, can't get, get through now. Oh, no. He answers the phone. Oh, I just woke up. Big man, I'm still outside. <laughs> it's crazy. Shout out Zion. Um, AKA Wretched Manager, absolute don. Not only did he get me tickets, he got me tickets in the place where we're getting free juice now. Okay. We're getting drunk yeah, off that. What's that? Do, it, was it, what did the Duce? <laughs> the Duce, yeah, the Duce yeah, for free. It was getting crazy over there. The I think you pronounce nice, it. Though. The Duce was nice, man. Yeah. Local food was running. Yeah, man. Shout out Zian. God bless you, my bro. So, and big um, up to Smade Events as well, yeah. It's yeah. them because they, they, they're the ones who do um, Afro Nation. Um, what are they called? Smade. Smade? I'm just I'm here. 
I'm here. I'm here. Yeah, they, yeah, they do here. Afro Nation. Big up to them, yeah. I'm super grateful for that. And also, just big up to them on what they're doing. Like, they're going around doing Afro Nation all over the flipping world. You and, and it's like the way that they're sort of like connecting these dots in different places and flying all these artists over and doing them in all like all parts of the world and that is incredible. It's very inspiring. So honorable shout out to them Come for, on. for the tickets and that. We got the Monday man, it's nice. It's nice to see everyone doing big things. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you, Chuck. I, I it's upsetting. Like I said, I went to go and see Wizkid and I thought I was gonna be blown, blown away. So But yeah. I blame the Tottenham Stadium. It's the environment. Next time doing it in Emirates, you just feel like a champion. There's stuff there. There's stuff there. There's no silverware in Spurs. Nothing. It's the history. It's the history. Cellini said it. It's the history. They have a history of failing. Harry Kane, you've done the right thing. Shout out Bayern Munich. I have to go and see Bernard Boy though. I can't lie, man. I need to go and see him still. Um, Howlers? Howlers? I sent them to you. Okay, strongly. I sent them to you as well, EA Sports. There are some incredible ones, though. Um, Let's take a look at this now. Oh, I tried to look for the third one, but my son had done something bad. It's a bad year. All right, so the first one I've got here is, I mean, how do I describe this? It stinks. It stinks. If you're in a committed relationship with somebody, don't be distracted. Because there's parts of that relationship that we have not seen. So therefore, I'll never know why you're with that person, but if you two look happy, that's all that matters. Don't worry about how it looks from the outside. Because sometimes when you get in the car, it's just a bit shit. But a diehard Stranger Things fan had her life turned upside down after being catfished by a scammer claiming to be Darcy Montgomery, who plays Billy in the series. She says she left her husband for the scammer after meeting him online on an online forum and even sent them nearly 10K. Now, darling. You what? 10 grand. To someone that's not your husband. What's wrong with them? Send it to me. We could have gone away, darling. I could have brought you whiskey. Maybe <laughs> backstage. Ooh, this is the girl. This is the girl. This is the girl. And she dropped out her husband. The person that you chose to be with, that you love. Your husband, not your boyfriend. Not your link like I would do. Not your weekend lover. Your husband. That's the band. That's J-Hus. Stay together. Strongly. You broke up with for some guy who looks like the guy at Stranger Things. And it wasn't even him. Darling. You know what? You had a stinker. It, it seems like it's quite easy to get 10 bags out of gal these days, you know. Serious? I'm not going to lie. So what about it definitely of- feels like you just got to go for a certain type of gal that looks like that. Yeah, because she's grateful. But then you need to look like that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I hear that. But you know what? Those that's the heartthrob. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but maybe it's about it being them being grateful. Wait a minute. In their mind. I'm they not, think, huh? Because he didn't look like that. It's a scam. It's a scam. That's what I'm saying. But yeah, Chucky's right. You don't have to look like that. You just have to have a picture like that. Right. Do you understand what I'm saying? You just have to have a picture that looks like that. But I just think that maybe somewhere in their mind, they're conditioned to feel grateful that they could potentially have someone like that. So then they just empty the account. I mean, I'm not saying to, to do it. I'm just saying it just feels easy to get 10 bags out of a girl that looks like that. I'm saying, listen, girls, any girls out there, if you feel extremely low and you want to give all your money to someone because they got a picture that looks like that, give it to me. <laughs> I'm here for you. I'm here for you. I, I'll even answer the phone when you phone me again. I'm not going to do what my man done. He's gone. sync. he's gone. I'll just take seven bags. You can keep the three. I'll take 11. She's got a pitney. She's got kids, bro. She left with a child. She left the youth as well. 
She thought she was gonna get this some slong. She thought, <laughs> she thought, you know what? She's leaving her husband. She thought she was gonna get her. She thought she was gonna get a hand round her throat and a cock. back blown out. She fam. thought she was gonna get an exchange of a willy to a cock. I know she already had the comment. <laughs> and you know what? She's got some bad friends. I know she must have phoned her friends like, yo, you can't so even you know believe that, that man. You know that difference? Oh. She's left her husband who's got the wheelie because she thinks now she's going to get some cock. She's got his t-shirt on. <laughs> oh, what? Willie? Oh, on. Billy. That's, his, that's him. Oh, my God. Yeah, she's, she's always fried. Women like that is fried, man. Absolutely fried. Completely fried. She she's going to get some cock. Not as fried as this next woman. <laughs> for me <laughs> in life we're all gonna make mistakes occasionally but I think we spoke about repetition and, and routine there should have been no repetition in this situation because I'm just gonna play the clip ass lady she told me she wants some young dick I told her it cost 200 to fuck me so we have to bake right now <laughs> boy you better make that dick up until you hiccup mm -hmm, and I'm gonna put this dick all in your liver you hear me nigga you better make it sliver uh, come on ass like nah for real like I'm really I'm, like, I'm really trying to knock that pussy out of retirement boy you gonna make me check out my nursing home your old ass better stop playing till I fuck you to death literally I wanna die yeah he did come. Grant, you better not bite me. Nigga, I'm about to take these motherfucking teeth out. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that dick was granny. Mm -hmm. Ooh, you little young nigga, you did that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, oh, you lot are laughing. All right. Yeah, yeah. Stay there, lost. Yeah. Mm, you gonna come back to the house? I'm coming back. Okay, granny. Come to hell, house. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So as you can see, I really fucked a senior citizen for two hundred dollars. Her pussy looked like a raisin, and it smelled like prunes. Tell me why her old ass won the second round like she young. So now I'm beating that old pussy in. I'm shoving straight dick in this old woman. I swear to God, I'm beating that pussy in. I'm knocking dust, spider webs, and loose change out that bitch. Oh I mean, I'm fucking her so good. I'm seeing her light flash before her eyes. I'm still going. She's screaming. I'm not giving a fuck. I'm still beating it. Then she stopped moving. I had to call the paramedics and tell them. <laughs> For 200 and damn near killed this old woman. I'm done fucking old bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! Oh my god! <laughs> oh, he did that. oh, he actually did it! Oh, he actually did it! Oh, oh I can't shit! Breathe. I can't <laughs> breathe! I can't breathe! That is crazy! I cannot breathe! <laughs> <laughs> Hey, <laughs> uh, better not bite me. There's, oh my god, there's a guy or a girl who watched that video, and that was their mum. Oh my god, I'm telling you, that was their grandmother. And I'm here to tell you, you should have paid her some more visits. <laughs> she was lonely, guys. Yeah, <laughs> Seventy-eight, <laughs> getting two hundred, some to a twenty-year-old. That's someone's grandmother. 
Do you know what? I respect it though. He chopped her to bits, but obviously he could have been like, you know what I mean? He could chopped her until she nearly had a cardiac arrest. Brother. Do you know what? Take a look at the net. The net has so much things. Pretend you're a spider. Get on the web. Because Ice Spice's mum is crazy. What? Ice Spice's mum is crazy. We don't have to stop at this. Ice Spice's mum, if I saw her in the club, I would respectfully walk up to her and say, darling, one of the best looking women I've seen in my life. Jesus God bless you. you. You trust me? I remember Jesus. Actually, I'm not going to say it here. Wait, hold, yeah, be careful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how old is Ice Spice? She's in her 20s, isn't it? Yeah. So how old is her mum? Who cares? Look at her. At least you know she's her clearly of age. Brother. And you know what's so mad, yeah? When you see her age mates, they look like aunties. Oh, they look old. When you go see her now. She's mad with it. Chris Cross, I make her jump. So, so this, I'm respecting I'm her thing. This is the thing now. She rolls around with Ice Spice. And Bear Man is going to want her. Want her. So yeah, that's my howlers for for today, unfortunately. Yeah, oh. Big and serious though, I'm, I will say this. If you are in your 70s, yeah, and you are looking for young sausage, don't go, just be careful on that because it is a- It's dangerous. Know, it's dangerous. Yeah, yes, it's literally dangerous. But I'm saying, you know what? There's a service out there. Go for a, a 28 year old-ish and you'd be, all, you'd be all right in that way. Because <laughs> I tell you what, I tell you what, it happens the other way around all of the time because men who have money, Listen, I would. Yes. Do you know? Chat. Right. I don't even want to hot no one up. Chat. But do you know how much don't times no I speak up. to a galley and they tell me, oh, yeah, I date older men. Then you say, what? How old would you date? Oh, 60. You're not dating a 60 year old man. It's because the man's got money and finance and, 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 and he's got some type of leverage. That's where it's not about the age, it's about what he's able to do. Yeah. So. You know what, if you're going to give your panan bread to somebody like that and that's what the game is, then you know what, a 78-year-old woman can spend two bills on a 28-year-old sausage. Why not? How about a woman that has nine months left to live and asks her husband, can she sleep with her ex one last time? The question is, what would you do? That's crazy. I heard about that, actually. That is crazy. That is crazy. This is what's happening in the I'll world today. Can I tell you this now? Of course you can. I'm not going to the fucking funeral. Oh, fuck off. I'm not going to the funeral. <laughs> oh you can you can dead there on your ones then. What are you telling me? You're about to die and the last thing, your, one of your last requests is you want my man's thing? Nah. And do you know what would make me angry? If you've got nine months left to live, say they have sex with her ex-boyfriend and then she falls pregnant. The, <laughs> yeah. the use out and she's dead. Yeah, and now I've got crazy. a whole memory of this whole, nah, nah I'm out. Nah, I'm moving country. Yeah. I'm starting a whole new life in Stewart Island, New Zealand. I don't want to be anywhere <laughs> near this situation anymore. But that's my howlers. That's rude. Um, it is very rude. That's also, oh yeah, on the screen. We were speaking about this before. Yeah, we'll talk about that, yeah. That is Saudi Arabia's one trillion project has officially begun to make the line. They started it. Oh, so you knew about it? Yeah. Come on, yeah, your cousin started it. it. So just put it on the screen at the time. Look at that. Look at that, Chucky. Just look at that. In the... That is crazy. That is crazy. No roads. Just a line. In the desert. Look at that, that's nuts. Look at that. It's what? How long is that? That is nuts. 170 kilometers. 170 kilometers, mad. How far is that? Turn that into miles, what is that in miles? What, to Birmingham? What? From here to Birmingham? Yeah. That looks longer than that, bro. I'm not gonna lie though. Look at, look pause, at pause, 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 crazy yeah, what you just said. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> put it, yeah, put it in. Um, Crazy force <laughs> again, fam. How much, <laughs> how much is it? Distance. So yeah, so it's more, what would it be then? More uh, Manchester? I would have thought it would have been more than that though. That's still that, far though. The way that, yeah, the way that it's put on that, I mean, it is when you put it into perspective though, because it is just essentially a line. A straight line. 105, so my, maybe to Coventry. London to Coventry. Bloody hell, bro. I think it's further than that. But no, anyway. this is 125.7 miles. To Where's Birmingham, Coventry? London on the map. And then... 170 kilometers. We're saying it's another 25 miles. 105 miles. Oh. That's 105 miles. Okay, 20 miles, Coventry, like 10, 15, 20 miles. Yeah, it's crazy. <sighs> That's all crazy. Well, well, yeah, man. All right, Chucks. Listen, thanks for listening, everyone, yeah? Love. Can I bring up my mum as well? Wait, one second, one second. After G, Chucky. No, you go first. I would like to. Am I good to go? Elephant man? Good to go. Yeah. I've seen enough dance before. Yeah, I've never seen a dance like this. Quickly. Big up my mum <laughs> on her birthday. Hey. <laughs> big up my mum on her birthday. 17th of August. Same birthday as Thierry Henry and most importantly, Young Fug. My mum, I love you to be. Yeah, oh yeah, man. and big JJ Spencer. Big up JJ Spencer. And Lauren. You've right. all got the same birthdays. The 17th of August, I remember. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. Big up your mums each and every time. And also, big up to my mum as well because I wanted to say this too. Today actually would have been the day we're recording, which is the 18th, by the way, is would have been my mum and Peter's 20th year anniversary, wedding anniversary. Cool. So, yeah, my mum's actually been in, in decent spirits today. I think that she would she felt like she was going to wake up and it was going to be super tough for her. But she's at, she's active. She's like, you know, what I mean, doing stuff that like helps to. You know what I mean? Just feed her soul, soul and whatnot. You know what I mean? So, honourable shout out to Mum Zina. And also, actually, um, big up to Tyrone Mings as well. Yes, yeah, big, big up, up Tyrone, Tyrone Mings. Mings. I know that, like, you know what I mean? Had a tough time um, on the first game of the season and whatnot with a like, injury or whatever else. But yeah, wishing you a speedy recovery, my bro. Love every time. Right, we're really gone now. Now we have to go.